When you feel your voice is not being heard, please consider calling the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. The show wants to be the vehicle you can use to express your opinion or get your issue out to a larger audience. We're living in a time that we can no longer allow others to speak on our behalf. If you wish to be a guest on the show and discuss on the show what's important to you, call James T. Deshaies at 407-394-9819. Your issue or focus can be placed on the calendar. The show is live seven days a week. We can no longer reside in the shadow of life. It's imperative that we're on top of the issues that impact our lives now and in the future. USI never had it so good. 101.1 Radio, the best R&B and hip-hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. Talk radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio, every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshaies is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshaies has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshaies. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. It is important that we be prepared and ready to deal with the issues that are in hand in our country and make sure that we are a part of the discussion. 
and the solution to what's going on in our world. We're going to take a short break uh, right now to uh, give everybody an opportunity to call in.
James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. And I'm calling uh, out to all to call in so that we can have a conversation about what's going on in our world and what are the things that we need to discuss and talk about to make sure that our voices are being heard loud and clear. It is time for us to make sure that people understand that we want to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. Call in at 657-383-0309 so your voice can be heard loud and clear. You know, I'm, you know, it's been a while since I've been truly excited about the things that are taking place and the actions uh, that people are taking uh, to regain control of our country. And to see two African-Americans who have put themselves in a position to become the governor of Florida and the governor of South Carolina, as well as a lot of other people who are running for public office, it does my heart good. I do want to go on record as saying that I did not vote uh, for the black candidate here in Florida because I thought he didn't have a chance. And now I realize that we have to be proactive enough to support each other, even when there may not even be a chance. And that's what I learned today. Uh, And so uh, it is exciting to see, uh, despite what is happening in our our capital, uh, to see what is happening around the country. So, Nate, as we uh, prepare ourselves for November, there's going to be a lot of exciting things happening and taking place. And we just have to ask ourselves, are we up for the challenge uh, with the support of progressive Americans who are willing to uh, step out on faith as well? First of all, good evening, James. And how you doing? I haven't talked to you in a while. Good evening, family. Um, yeah, we are for the challenge. We are for the challenge. We built for challenges and everything. This actually is a good topic. You know what I'm saying? You know, having you know, we had a chance to have um, uh, our first African American, you know, governor, everything like that. You know, even if he don't win, he won the primary. You know, he he he's a strong candidate and everything. So you're breaking tradition here in Florida, which is time for it to be broken. You know, it's time to be broken that mold and everything. So. We 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 doing good, you know. We we got, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we got our first African American Orange County Mayor or Jared Demons. So there are some things that that's that's that 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 are turning around, you know. And 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 to say that at the same time, you know, there's always going to be opposition, and everything like that. Somebody will have something smart to say, you know, something sad to say, everything like that. But that that comes, but that, but that, but that that's that's the nature of the beast when it comes to that. Who cares about that? But the very idea of uh, you know, we have, uh, you know, African-American candidates in South Carolina, you know, uh, uh, you know, that's that's even more surprising than the state of Florida. And I tried to get out and, and um, voted for the primary, but I got off work too late. So I'm going to make sure in November I'm going to have, I'm going to make, I'm going to make an opportunity and make sure I get out to vote and everything like that. Um, but I, I'm, 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 I'm happy. Um, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, Jane, don't we have, um, uh, do we also have African Americans running for state attorney of Flo- uh, attorney for Florida too? I, I have not seen that, uh, but I'll make sure I look for it. I know that Geraldine Thompson is running um, 
uh, for uh, Gibson and Commerce, who, uh, you know, had, there has never been an African-American running for her seat, and she seems to be having a lot of white support. And Jerry Demons uh, received a lot of white support. And I'm just proud of Jerry because he comes from the Washington Shores area, and he and his wife are just a, a dominant couple who are making things happen. Uh, she again won, and she'll be going back to uh, D.C. Uh, to assist in trying to make things better. So we have some people out there making things happen. Uh, D, uh, what are your thoughts about uh, the fact that we have Georgia and Florida uh, with uh, the possibility of two African-American uh, governors? Uh, good evening, everybody, and uh, welcome to the uh, Go ahead, D. Okay. okay. And uh, good, good to have you back on the air, James. Uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, with South Carolina, uh, Georgia, and uh, and Florida uh, entertaining the uh, the possibility of, of having – African-American governors uh, does point us in the right direction. Um, I, I do want to expound on something that you, that you mentioned about being proactive. Um, and, and I appreciate your honesty uh, and, and, uh, and your thoughts about, uh, not, about not getting out of the boat this time. Um, you know, by, by being proactive, I think that's where we need to be focused on uh, because uh, it is my prediction that the life of Donald Trump is just a prototype. All right? Uh, they, and the GOP uh, is a learning, is a learning uh, adversary. Uh, they will learn from their mistakes. And uh, uh, I've said uh, here almost a year ago, uh, if the likes of Donald Trump had 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 the personality of Mike Pence and the charisma of uh, Barack Obama, we would have been in a lot of trouble. But just so happened, uh, he 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 was a buffoon, and uh, and he laid all his cards out on the table, and and, and God is the just God where uh, God made sure that we we weren't blindsided by this by this uh, this movement. However, uh, if we become short-sighted and think that this is the end run of it, we will be sadly mistaken. All right? Like the candidate that's running down there against the uh, that, you, that you shared the ad with us where he said a vote for the black man will be, will, will monkey things up. Well, that's a dog whistle. That's a dog whistle to let uh, the white uh, voters down there that, to know that he is that kind of guy. I am your guy. I am I am the, the new mindset where Donald Trump left off. However, I will do things a little bit different. So this still will be those people that's going to be looking for that type of candidate. And the game has changed, so uh, we have to look for that kind of campaign being run. Thank you. It is amazing to me that there's so many people willing to to grab hold of Donald Trump's coattail, I was thinking that after all this bizarre behavior that's been going on, people would be running away from him. 
And that is the reason why it seems to me that white America is still not willing uh, to make uh, to concede that they have made a they made a mistake. And uh, and that is, um, you know, I'm disappointed about that. Uh, Cheryl, what what are your thoughts about the fact that we have a black female in in Georgia running for uh, governor and a black male in Florida running for governor? Uh, though we know we need the support of white America to get them in, uh, it is uh, exciting to see the, to see them uh, make it this far. Good evening, everyone, and how is everyone doing this evening? I'm, too, just like everybody else, excited to hear the news. James, I was disappointed when I heard you say that you didn't vote for him because you didn't think that he was going to make it. Well, it takes a number of you not to get people into office, and that's why we have to believe, we have to do our homework, see what it is that the individual offer, and no matter what nobody else thinks, to go out here and vote for that person, because every single vote counts, and if we're missing one vote, one of your votes, and everybody else who thought like this, imagine that number would have been a whole lot different. And because, you know, and and it's just funny how we have set our mind to think that, you know, well, they're not going to win anyway, so I'm not going to, you know, vote uh, just, you know, your words was you didn't think he stand, he stood a chance, but he, I mean, you know, if you think about it, if uh, hundreds and hundreds of people thought like that, he would have not gotten to where he is. So we have to believe in the individual that can get us where we need to be, and no matter what anybody else thinks, if we believe in that person and believe what they are saying then we vote for that person. Now, how the outcome turns out, so well, but at least we go to the voting um, polls and we cast our vote on those who we believe can actually do the job because that's what's probably keeping a lot of people from being in office, people who are not able to vote and people who are not voting just because they're not sure. We got to take and turn that around, get out here in massive amounts and do our homework to know that the individuals that we are voting for is going to do the job that we are looking for to have done. So I'm hoping that, you know, we, that everybody in their district um, who haven't um, gotten to this election yet um, now go out and vote for the, you know, the person that they've done their homework um, to to help us to change things around, to make a difference, to do the things that we are so looking to happen. So that's why, you know, we got to do this. We have to do this. But I'm very excited about the people who have been nominated. Well, I have, you know, on this show, we say to everybody, it's important uh, that you tell, you know, we be honest. And um, I was leaning toward uh, Senator Graham 
uh, because of her name recognition and uh, that her father had been such a great governor in, in my lifetime. And I just thought that she would uh, would would be able to come through. And I, I mean, I, I just wanted, you know, sometimes you, you know, you you um, you vote for the person that you're more familiar with. And uh, I am pleased and happy that as a state, uh, we we uh, galvanized different races of people uh, to come together and decided that he was the person. So I, I uh, you know, it, it is is exciting, and I'm looking forward to voting for him in November. And I hope all the Democrats that uh, voted uh, differently are going to come out and come out in groves uh, for for us to win this thing. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, it was my error for not paying more attention. And you're right. We need to pay more attention and uh, hear what uh, all the different candidates say, uh, even though we don't recognize them as viable. Uh, Cassie, what are your thoughts uh, related to this his- historical moment? Georgia has a black female uh, that's going to be running for governor. Florida has uh, nominated a, a black male Democrat who was uh, the mayor of uh, Tallahassee. Uh, Orlando has elected its first uh, mayor of Orange County. And, uh, you know, we have Geraldine Thompson, who is running for a seat never held uh, by an African-American uh, before. And so it, it gives you – some people think we – we are only excited because the candidates are black, but we are equally uh, excited that white Americans are now willing to vote for African Americans, and that gives us even more possibilities of great leadership. <laughs> I think Kathy dropped off. So, D, that's what's really exciting. We know that these candidates can't win without white support, uh, but even to get this far, we know that they have been they they've been given they have the support of a segment of white Americans. Yeah, James, I don't have my black guys on, so I'm gonna cut out thirty seconds. I'm sure. I think I got I think I got uh, Cassie back. Kathy, uh, I was just saying that it's exciting to see, uh, uh, exciting to see uh, that we're having these people put in these positions, and that they're getting white support uh, to win these positions or win these opportunities. That's awesome. I am actually glad to hear that, and I'm praying that when they get in there, that they do the right thing. That's <laughs> That's what I'm praying for That they do the right thing And like you said about the color Some people are saying that um, People are voting for them Because of color And I believe that's true As well as um, What you said is that it's not only that But it's because of um, You think the person would do a great job 
but we got to make sure that the people that are going in and look at their track record, where they've been, what they've done in the past before we actually cast a vote. Because just because you are, are of a certain color doesn't mean that you are going to be for the people. And that's what is important as well, uh, Nate, is uh, when we are voting for uh, people of color, that they have to be qualified people of color. Uh, and we know that Jared Demon was qualified because he has been doing so much, him and his wife. Uh, he was the chief of police. Uh, he was the director of uh, Homeland Security. Uh, he was the uh, sheriff the sheriff for a number of years. So he has a track record of good leadership. And you're right. We do have to make sure, we do have to check the um the resumes of, of the candidates and everything we can't sometimes we can't get so emotionally involved and vote for somebody just because of their color and everything so we do have to check their resume and see who who it is and and, and what have they done and um and what and what are they what are their intentions on now sometimes it may come up now sometimes it may come up a candidate that we don't know a whole lot about that they haven't done a whole lot of things. And sometimes too, we may have to look at the fact: Do I need to give this person a chance? Too. So, so you do have some of those individuals who haven't had a lot of whole political experience, but that's not to say that they won't be able to do the job as well. So, so just keep that in mind too, because you know you can have some. Because this, because a lot of people, you got a lot of people out there with, 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 with great resumes and all that kind of stuff, because they don't be elected to this, they don't be elected to that. But the question is, what have they done for the people? What have they done since they've been in there and everything? So. So my my thing is that sometimes it's it's good to have fresh faces in there to see what what, what can they stimulate, what can they get going on, everything like that. But experience and qualifications does count. I remember years ago when Publix had got a lawsuit that said they didn't have enough black managers in there in management, and it was just promoting a whole bunch of uh, African Americans and, and made them managers, and a lot of them was not qualified. And it wind up blowing up in public space and everything like that. So, so let's just do just let's just just check the history. Let's check the resume. Let's see what they've done and everything. Or let's see what they try to get done and couldn't get done. And you know, at the same time, we see somebody that we don't know and everything. They don't have a lot of political experience. You know, let's let's you know, let's let's really check. You know, try to get them a, a fair opportunity too and everything like that. Because how can you get something done if you don't get a chance? Thank you. And you're right. Uh, and and again, I believe in being honest. I did not give this young young man a fair opportunity when I first saw him. I just thought, uh, based on his rant, name recognition, he was not going to be able to fight through. You know, and I've been we have been run by the Republican Party for the last uh, 50 years in our House and our Senate. And I just did not believe that this man was going to be able to make it through. And now that he has, I just now recognize that I need to, to evaluate, use a different method of evaluating uh, the candidate uh, that I'm dismissing. Uh, because certainly a lot of people saw something I didn't see and that he is more than qualified uh, to, to run the state of Florida. Uh, and now we have to really get ourselves actively involved. And equally, we need to be actively involved in, in the race in South Carolina, excuse me, in 
in Georgia as well. And uh, now I'm I'm gonna see what kind of money I can can gather uh, to send to uh, both of these candidates uh, coffin uh, in order to uh, get them in. So um, it is just important, uh, Cheryl, that we we do our due diligence related to finding out who these people are. I know initially. I was not on Barack Obama's team until I listened to him talk uh, because I was just a a Hillary Clinton fan because I did real well during the Clinton days. Uh, so it wasn't until I really gave him an opportunity to speak to me uh, that I fall uh, into his camp. So I, you know, I want people out there who hear me, both black and white, to know a lot of African Americans. Do not choose just because of color. We are trying to evaluate who's going to do the best job uh, for us in the areas that we need them to perform. And I definitely understand where you're coming from. And that's why, you know, at times that it's so important that we educate. We are educated and um have suggested in certain areas that um, the churches, you know, um, let their spaces be used to gather those individuals that may not know enough about a candidate to educate um, so that we could be educated. And when we go into the polls, we make the best decision on the information that we are given. And because when we don't know or hear enough about one individual over another, we have the tendency to vote for the one that's more popular and not knowing that another individual may be even more qualified for the position, and we can see something in them that we may not have um, seen had we not been informed as far as what they're able to do, their background, and even also knowing the potential that um, a person is able to um, do ahead. Because you know how when we say we see so much of potential in this person. So we can't only just dismiss them based upon if they haven't done enough because sometimes there's the potential, the drive that have gotten them from one point to a next point. And, is you know, that right there can um, change a person's vote. So that's why I always say that it's so important that we come together, we um, be educated on the individuals as much as we could that are running and not just um, elect someone who, um, because we've heard more about this person based upon the fact that we didn't hear enough about another individual. So that's really important. Um, and just like Kathy said, when we going in there to vote, we are going in there to vote for the person that we believe that's going to do the best job for that position. And we can only make intelligent decisions based upon the information that we've given. And if we want to do that, we want to be able to gather as much information as we possibly could. Yeah, you know, and... D, you said something that was, is really important uh, because the president is is taking the lead with uh, 
sharing his fears to the evangelicals related to uh, that they're going to be violence in the streets and and uh, uh, if he gets impeached, um, the, everybody's going to be poor again. And, it, you know, you can tell there's a fear in his heart related to how things are going right now. And if we uh, win the governor of, of Georgia and of Florida, that's going to put a dagger in his heart related to where the direction people are going. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, I just see the background noise. I'm in the midst of a would-be tornado. And uh, so it's kind of windy and torrential rain. Huh. Um, so that being understood, uh, you know, we are in the midst of uh, uh, an atmosphere that's leaning toward tribalism. Uh, so it's important when both both McCaffrey and, and Miss Cheryl mentioned that we have to um, get all the information we can, and it's important for us, the worthy candidates to understand that <clears throat> we are more important in their message than we are the color of their skin, um, especially in this uh, in this era of tribalism. Now there will be some that will both the color of the skin just because they think that that's where we are in this space of time. But I but I contend that it's more important for us to get the information that we can to um, choose a person that's going to be uh, more advantageous to our living conditions and, and our circumstances. So, uh, you know, uh, here in Georgia's uh, the, the uh, Miss Stacy that's running for governor, uh, her opponent is a white female. And so there could be uh, the expectation of a tribal uh, standoff right there, and both the gender and the and the race issue. So uh, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see, but uh, like you say, we got to be proactive and stand in there and, and do what we need to do to, for a positive outcome of all of this. Thank you. Uh, Regina, thank you for uh, coming on the line. And and what what are your thoughts related to this this new environment where women are being uh, forced to run for public office? Uh, African Americans seemingly uh, given a new opportunity uh, to 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 win um, win uh, votes uh, that they've never been in a position to do before. Are to win these, uh, you know, governor seats and and uh, and uh, representative seats and mayor of uh, Orange County. What what are your thoughts of this new atmosphere? Good evening. Good evening. I think we are going through the storm only to see the rainbow at the end. And I think we've been spanked so that we can learn a valuable lesson. Um, I've mentioned it before, and I still don't um, don't know exactly where it is, but how the Bible talks about going through all of this, but it's not going to actually be the end, but it's something that we've got to go through. 
we have been through and are going through our Trump era. I guarantee you, in the future, we will always make reference to this time, and we will become wiser because of what has occurred. Our lessons are being learned, have been learned, and will be learned, and we will not be foolish again in this aspect. Yeah, you know, in Florida, it showed that about 17 uh, we make up about 17% of the population. Uh, and it, when we're engaged, that 17%, along with the Hispanics, 20-some percent, really can be a game changer. And we have to offer all people, white, black, and Hispanic, the opportunity to have the kind of leadership uh, that will bring about change and people who are willing to work for the best interests of all people. Uh, Kathy, the world needs to know that we don't want people in leadership who are going to uh, hurt any race of people. We just want somebody in leadership who's willing to work for all the people. Yes, James, that's the plan. That's how it was set up. But unfortunately, we haven't been uh, seeing this, but that still doesn't stop us from growing uh, where we are. And um, I piggyback on what Regina said. Um, We will see soon why what happened actually happened. And that's just another uh, way of us getting back to um, the original place that we're supposed to be, which is praying. You know, uh, we have slacked off from that. We're doing everything else, but we're not praying like we are supposed to be uh, concerning our government, concerning the the state, the world. But, um, yeah, you're absolutely right. And it is is just interesting, uh, Nate, that we find ourselves You know, sometimes they say you have to take a few steps backwards to take a lot of steps forward. And though we felt as though uh, Donald Trump was taking us backwards, I don't think we've ever had two, the possibility of two black governors at the same time, especially in two southern states. Uh, You know, we've had a black governor in uh, California and also in Virginia, uh, but two southern states that have a black female and a black male running uh, at the same time with this kind of possibility is a unique situation. Yes, it is, it is a unique situation, and, that, and that's the beautiful thing about it. You know, in spite of who our president is, we're still striving. That's the most beautiful thing about it. In spite of what he has done by causing confusion and division and all that, we are still striving for better, and that that is beautiful. And that's beautiful because it's not just uh, um, uh, uh, about color; it's about gender. Like you said, we got a we got an African American female running for governor, and everything, which is absolutely outstanding, and everything. We got an African American male running for governor here, and everything like that, which is outstanding. And you know, and we need to push towards towards better. We need to push 
better. We need to push towards better for uh for our people, especially in these areas everything like that, and give them the opportunity and everything else. We always giving everybody else opportunity, but when it comes to our people, we're not giving them the opportunity. Now if they get in there and mess up, that's on them. But at least we gave them the opportunity to get in there and try to do something and everything like that. So this November, very excited. Very excited. And you know, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna push to get more people uh, uh, to find out about the candidates and the vote and everything. I'm not tolerating no excuses about why this person can't win or why this person shouldn't run this and all that kind of stuff. No, let's just go out there and let's make a difference this time. We've been talking about Trump for the last two years and everything like that and everything like. That. Let's talk about these other people who have a chance to do something great and positive. Thank you. And uh, Cheryl, you know, it is is like. You know, we didn't see the forest for the trees. It very well may be that people knew they had to get off their rear ends and make something happen that has created this new uh, opposition to uh, Donald Trump and his cronies. Well, you know, like we say all the time, that we were caught sleeping, and this was an eye-opening. You know, he didn't get in office by um, accident. This was to open our eyes up to make us do some things that we should have been doing all along. And that means paying attention to the things that's going on within our community, within our government, within our state, you know, as as we go up. And we can't be caught sleeping anymore. So in this case is that, you know, this is a lesson. Um, it has been an um, awkward lesson, but it's definitely a lesson, you know, that we have to get out here, we have to be active, we have to have our voices be heard, we have to be at the voting polls, we have to. So, you know, I'm just um, praying that this is the beginning of a great beginning. Uh, because we are very much aware of the long-term effect uh, that the that the population is changing. Uh, we have to come to grips with the fact that we have to take advantage of what is a a more uh, balanced uh, racial makeup in our country, and we have to work together. We have to recognize that division is not going to get us where we want to be as a country, and our Constitution works better when people are willing to work together. Uh, I would agree. Um, I think the uh, the key statement is uh, working together. Uh, you know, it's wonderful that America uh, has the eyes to um, – Consider a person of color for the, for these offices, uh, but I think it's important also for us to uh, emphasize that working together is is, is more of a uh, the important issue. Uh, you know, uh, just as just as we want a person of color uh, to be in in the governorial office and back in back into the presidency, uh, we have to make sure I think that we are we are for the people, all people. 
And because I, I say that because, you know, white America is, is listening also. And, yes, they are caught between a, a rock and a hard place because of their choice in, in the last uh, election cycle. So uh, they do feel in their heart, I do believe, uh, through faith, that they have to rectify their wrongs. However, uh, you know, they may be a little gun-shy, uh, as a metaphor, uh, about uh, going and, 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 and selecting, another, uh, selecting a person of color again, especially if, uh, if, if, especially if we give the idea that we are uh, primarily for uh, black people and not all people. So uh, I hope that made some sense of what I said, but, you know, I don't want to seem too uh, revolutionary uh, in, our, in our new endeavors going forward, especially when it comes down to giving these people a chance to be in office. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to be the uh, Black Lives Matter uh, mentality going on, going in, uh, y'all need to give us this because y'all owe us this. And I, and I don't I, I don't want to I, I don't want to convey that message to white America because I think that's the wrong message to convey. Uh, I think some people will have that attitude, and I, I want that to be. I hope these candidates make that clear that this is not what this is all about. Thank you. And we have to recognize that we there's a segment of us who needs to come together, and we work jointly to make America what it has to be. We cannot allow ourselves to be separated and thought as though it's one against the other. I just want all of America to be successful, Kathy. I don't have a, a belief that somehow I just want uh, what's best for black Americans. I just want us to be brought to the table so that everyone equally uh, can survive and make life better for all of us. And I think that's what we all want, James. We want to all see that same um, picture that you're talking about. So that's why we are um, here voicing our opinions so that whoever hears it, whether it's in the atmosphere and the Lord hears it and he turns everything around, whoever that person may be, but that it be a turnaround so that we will get the people in office that needs to be there that is going to help not just us, but every person that is actually a, a part of this world in this country. Yeah, and, and, and that's how, what we have to convey. It is not us against them. Uh, and we have to recognize, Cheryl, that we have to make them understand that despite what has happened in the past, we're ready to move forward. But we want to be we want to move forward fairly. We want our justice system to be fair. We want our economic system to be fair. We want our job opportunities to be fair. So uh, African Americans and Latinos are not interested in dominating uh, the political spectrum or political format. But we just want to have it be fair to us so that we all equally gain from the decisions that are made. You are absolutely correct. Um, and that's all we're looking for is justice for all. Um, and that's exactly what it says. 
um, we're not, you know, and I'm, well, I'm going to speak for myself. I'm not, you know, want to live in a world and that would be um, not even realistically speaking, it saying that a world just where blacks control because, you know, we are all equal in God's eyes and some have different skills than others and different ones bring, you know, different things to the table. And that's what we're looking for. We, But we're just looking for justice and we're looking for fairness for everyone. And whoever that person is that can help to bring that to be the voice of many, you know, that's our way out. That's not, um, we don't want any specific race or uh, person um, to have control where we feel like we don't have a voice that can be heard or we cannot have justice in a situation. So, you know, and I'm pretty sure, you know, all of us here on this who's participating, you know, we have voiced that many a times that it's not with blacks controlling this and blacks controlling that because we want the best, you know, that we could for each office and we want the best for ourselves so that we could live more in harmony and sh- and have more peace and love toward each other. Yeah, it is so, um, you know, important that everybody, and even on this show, and that's why we want there to be uh, other people, other races, people of other uh, opinions to come on the show so that we can just talk about what's going on. We, we're we not going to get rid of each other. We're not going, we're not trying, you know, the fact is, is that the demographics is changing, uh, but there's no reason for white America to be in fear uh, because the demographics is changing because we still want America to be America. Uh, I don't want uh, the capitalistic system to change. I don't want us to become a socialist country, but things have to be fair. Uh, The minimum wage has to rise. Uh, We need to have uh, medical insurance for everybody. Uh, You know, these are things that white America and America needs to come to grips with, is that there's some things that need to be changed for the better uh, for the country and not destruction we do not want uh, the the our government to change. We just need our government to be fair. James, are you speaking? Yes, I am here. I'm sorry, I wasn't sure you were speaking to me. And uh, and you're absolutely right. Uh, you know there are some issues that need to be addressed by America. Uh, you know the uh, we need some admittance about the. Uh, the the uh, situation with uh, law enforcement, uh, having the demeanor of being uh, judge and jury, uh, to where it has become uh, epidemic proportion in these shootings. Uh, we need some uh, notification that they 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 realize that. Uh, you know, not to, not to push it under the rug or not to even acknowledge that. That has been the problem. That has been one of the problems right there. Uh, we need 
them to be on board with that situation. Um, and so, uh, you know, coming to terms to where we all just want to get along, yes, we all just want to get along, um, but there have been a uh, there have been efforts to divide us, and 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 some of those efforts have taken a, a, a foothold in our society, uh, and some of them have been devastating and long lasting, and it's not like somebody said earlier this didn't happen overnight. Um, it's uh, it's been drummed up forever. Okay, and it been drummed up, you know, Rush Limbaugh and 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 uh, and Sean Hannity. I can't get them out of my vocabulary because we can say what we want to say all day long, but they're gonna still be them, and they're gonna still do what they do, and they're gonna still have a following which is quite prevalent. Okay, so uh, in that, the persons. Like Reverend Al back in the day, he used to bring all this stuff up, and he used to uh, uh, make it be known that we need regulatory uh, statutes in place that will prohibit such rhetoric being uh, uh, spewed out. Uh, some kind of regulatory mandate, you know what I mean? Uh, not not to stifle uh, the the the, the uh, amendment of, of free speech. However. Uh, some people, and it's been clear to me and it's been clear to all of us here lately, some people don't have common sense to decipher what's real and what's not real. So uh, we have to put in some kind of uh, regulatory statutes in place to where um, we all just give them a fair chance, a fair shake in life, and, um, and you know, in our communication uh, avenues, there's got to be some kind of um, some kind of um, Things put in place to kind of calm the sky down a little bit. I'm sorry for that one. Thank you. Yeah, uh, undoubtedly, we we have to convey to people uh, that despite what their fears may be, we want America to be strong around the world. And we want uh, the light to shine as brightly as possible on those who are taken away from that. Uh, it is, it's, I'm just not clear why a white America is not ready to concede uh, that they made a mistake and that they're not ready to uh, correct that mistake. Uh, because I, I'm just dumbfounded by how many people are trying to ride Donald Trump's coattail uh, into the Congress uh, into the House of Representatives and into the Senate uh, and are not distancing themselves from this immoral individual. And so that leads me to believe that they believe there is a segment of white America out there that can put them in the office and they're not embarrassed to use them as a mechanism uh, to get where they want to go. I just hope that we are able to take the Senate and the House back over and that some meaningful conversation is had related to whether or not we want this man to continue to be our president. Uh, because obviously he has some mental issues going on that keeps him from completely understanding what turmoil he's putting us through, Cheryl. 
Well, when a person has mental um, illness, it's hard for them to see things in the same light that a person who doesn't. Their thinking is not the same. Their actions is not the same. Um, It has not been determined that he does have a mental, you know, problem. But um, we can say maybe his actions and the things that he do displays um, a person with the mental problems. Um, We can definitely say that he has not been through a lot of the things that people in the country have been through. He has not been through the part um, of poverty. He has not been in the military. He has maybe not been taught to be respectful to women. He may not have been taught some of these things. So it can be um, either way. And I only say that although he displays those actions of uh, of a person maybe with some mental problems, um, that, you know, it can also be the fact that he does not have a clue. And he may honestly in his heart believe what he is doing is correct, you know, in the things that he do. Um, so... It has a lot to do with he's just not up on his thinking and is not thinking the way the majority of the people who especially uh, is holding an office in as high an office as he is, um, you know, actually thinking on the lines that we need someone to be able to run this country, um, that we would expect them to think that way, to conduct themselves and the manner that we are looking for. Yeah, it, it is uh, oblivious to me that the that the Republican Party seems not to be ready or able uh, to deal with these things that are becoming so public. Every time I turn around, there's another person getting immunity uh, from. Uh, from the Justice Department to speak against him. So obviously there are things that are coming clear to us about what's going on. I just don't believe there's any way possible that this man is going to make it another two years uh, because it, it just every day you 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 are uh, you're hearing of another person are willing to give up their freedom. And when people go to jail, they're not going to go to jail by themselves, D. They're going to want somebody to go uh, with them or somebody to go who's going to help them reduce their time. Very true, James. Uh, I really want to say something to what Ms. Sheriff just said. Uh, You know, know, when you speak about things – People that are oblivious, uh, his supporters, his supporters are oblivious to, to everything. What Michelle just said—that's right. Yeah, you know, uh, they don't care what Donald Trump do. And and again, uh, Donald Trump—what makes him so noticeable about his behavior, behavior is because he's sitting in the Oval Office. And that's only part of the problem. 
the other part of the problem is 90, 90 million people, or 100 million people, or however many it is, that don't care what he does. So, and that says to me, now look, let me read it between the lines. That says to me that it don't matter who's in there, they still going to be uprising to get what it is they want. They still going to have the dog whistle blown to one another that's in position to put you in a bad position. At, at at the restaurant that you eat at, uh, at the at the uh, uh, your landlord, uh, a personal landlord. If that person is part of this clique, they gonna make a hard for you. Um, so when we're talking about changing, when Miss Carter speaks about praying to change the character of a person, it ain't it ain't directly necessarily Donald Trump. It's the people that put him in office because these are the people that we still gonna have to deal with, and so. Uh, when uh, our new candidates with the new mindset and with the new message that they are going to convey, uh, they got to be really somebody special to get these people that have the rotten hearts to change the way they think, think and the things that they believe in. So, um, again, I, I know when I say Donald Trump is just a prototype, I really do believe that, but I'm optimistic. However, the uh, the candidates that are coming up got to really be on their game plan to convey a, a, a better message. Thank you. Uh, Cassie, let me come to you and just ask, you know, it just seems difficult for me to understand why there would be so many white Americans willing uh, to grasp the coattails of somebody who's shown themselves to be immoral, and that all the, and that these evangelicals would still be gravitating toward him and telling their members to continue to support him. Well, James, <laughs> that's how. <laughs> And I remember somebody saying a long time ago, that's how the ball bounces. But, you know, um, people have their own. It doesn't matter. If if my pastor is telling me to that this is somebody that I should vote for, I'm not going to vote for him just because they said, the, said to vote for that person. But that's just me personally. So uh, if people are doing that, then those people have to be accountable for what what they actually do, why they vote for who they vote for, you know. So everybody have their own opinion, you know. We can agree to disagree. I may think something is right and you may think it's wrong. But if I want to vote for a certain person, that's my choice. And that's why we live in this great land of America so that we can do as we choose to do. So, um I was thinking about something that you had said earlier about why they won't just come out and say that they made a wrong choice. Well, do we all ever come out and say that we did something wrong? No, we don't. So that's probably never going to happen. So, you know, we just have to let be what be. But going forward, we have to look at every individual person that comes out. There are a lot of people out here in this world and a lot of people are just followers so they don't care who the person is what they've done in the past or how they talk 
they just want somebody that they can cling on to, and I believe that's what's going on. They're clinging. So, you know, with clinging people, you're not going to get a straight answer, never, ever, ever, because they are just clinging. They're looking for someone to follow. All right, we're going to uh, take a short break, and we're going to come back and give everyone an opportunity to have their final say. Time, 
Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear. We want you to call in at 657-383-0309 so that we know that there are people out there listening and prepared to share their opinion and give solutions. Um, Dee, before I let you give your final word, tell me what your thoughts are related to the fact that uh, the young man in Texas who shot the black 15-year-old who was leaving a party has been convicted. Well, James, I apologize. I cannot do uh, any feedback on that because I'm not aware of that. Uh, uh, that's one of the stories that kind of slipped through, slipped by me. So uh, I don't have any uh, anything on that. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, a year ago, he uh, shot this young man who was a standout. Uh, at his school academically and athletically. Uh, They were leaving a party, uh, and he came up on the scene of a noise complaint, and uh, he initially said the car was uh, coming at him, but he had to change that once the videotape came out, and he was convicted. I don't know what his sentence is yet, but they have convicted him of uh, several different counts. Related to the boy's murder. Uh, but go ahead, Dean, right. well, give us your final thought. All right. Well, thank you, James. Uh, uh, that, that that in itself uh, seems like there's uh, a turn in the right direction. Uh, my final thoughts uh, is uh, that, you know, I, I appreciate the show. I appreciate you coming on and taking time to give us a voice. Um, and um, I want to just uh, say that, you know, uh, the political spectrum of things is just one arena. Uh, there is a lot to be done in our own community. Uh, we got a lot of mopping up to do and a lot of stringing up to do. Uh, I know we hear that all the time by other uh, people of uh, other races to clean up, clean up around our own neighborhood in, in, in that sense of the word. Uh, that can be a little derogatory when they say that. But uh, in, all in all, uh, we do have a lot to do, and some of, some of which is uh, to get some other people on board to where we are. Uh, some people just just uh, just none uh, non conscious of the things that we that we talk about. So we got to find a way to get other people involved. Thanks. Uh, Cheryl, uh, what what is your final thought? Again, um, very good conversation. Um, I'm very pleased on what we are seeing so far. Um, you know, as we go on and preparing for the November um, elections that each person do their homework, become educated so that we can actually make some things happen. So with that being said, whatever we are doing now, we can always do more. And, guys, as always, I want to just thank you for your continued support. I want you to know that I'm doing all that I can to to advertise our show and get more callers and to get more people listening because we need to make sure that our voices are heard. Uh, We can no longer put up with people saying this is what America thinks, but America hasn't asked us. And we're just as important as anyone else, people of color, Latinos, African-Americans, Asians. 
we all need to speak up about what's going on in our country and not let other people decide what it is that we're thinking and how we feel about the subjects. You know, too often uh, people just think uh, they can say anything and that was, it is the truth. But we got to be a, a, hold people accountable for the things they say when they think it is said on our behalf. Take care, and I'll see you tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Help your children And don't let them fall By the side of the road And teach them To love one another told it in here. You know, they are told it in here. And then, uh, yeah, and we can get it put away. All right. My son and I were at my sister's in Marlboro. I'll give you her info. I promise you're not going to find anything about murders for money on there. We just want to see your copies of Mr. Prince's files. We think the killer took them from the scene. So if we could spot a client named Daniel Davin, wasn't at the office Good chance that clients are killed. How long have you worked with Mr. Frisk? Hi, um, over 15 years. Do you interact with Mr. Frisk's clients? 
it varied. I mostly arranged his travel, paid the bills. I spoke to some of the clients on the phone, but others, he gave them his direct number. I just assumed that they were, you know, VIPs, people who wanted to give more personal attention. I'm guessing one of the clients' names was Cal Medina. He's been in the news a few times. One of the drug company that's got heat for a practice.
does help for heart failure look like? It looks like this. Contresto is a heart failure pill that helps keep people alive and out of the hospital. Don't take Contresto with pregnancy. It can cause harm or death to an unborn baby. Don't take Contresto with an ACE inhibitor or allosteric, or if you've had angioedema with an ACE or R. The most serious side effects are angioedema, low blood pressure, kidney problems, or high blood potassium. Ask your doctor about Contresto. Yeah. Now there's a soft Werther's Caramel with a delicious surprise inside. Introducing Vanilla Creme Soft Caramels. Filled with luscious vanilla creme. Werther's Original Creme Soft Caramels in cocoa and new vanilla. I love these new glazed tenders because they're sweet like me. And spicy like me. Thank you for the sweater. You're welcome. Introducing McDonald's Sweet and Spicy Honey Barbecue Glazed Tenders. Glazed to order so they're sweet and spicy, just like Grandma. Only Fidelity offers two zero expense ratio index funds directly to investors. And now we have zero account fees for brokerage accounts. Fidelity, those zeros really add up. I worry about how to pay for health care. But Rick Scott rejected funds to expand Medicaid to hundreds of thousands of people and wants to let insurance companies deny health care to people with pre-existing conditions. You're only as young. Last night was crazy. Are you not hungover? And living with a rock star makes you feel. Happy <laughs> together. CBS Mondays this fall. That is from Mary Beth, my caseworker. The agency is rejecting my application for adoption. Why? Because I missed two appointments. A home visit that I thought was yesterday and a parenting class last week. They said that it shows that I don't care enough about not ideal, but we'll put together a new list of agencies and start over. Learn from our mistakes and move on. Learn from our mistakes, Gary. These were your mistakes, not mine. You're managing the schedule. You gave me the wrong date for the home visit and you never even told me about the class. Whoa, whoa, Joan. You're a busy woman. We both knew that going in. What does that supposed to mean? It means that you can't really say who's the blame. Ultimately, it's your responsibility to stay on top of things. If you didn't trust me, you should have confirmed the dates directly with the agency. I did trust you. Check your notes. See what they say right now. No, Joan, I'm sorry. That's not how it works. I'm not going to pull an assistant off other important work to take out your notes while you sit here and wait. They're not our only client. Besides, depending on what it says, you might have a chance to cover yourself. Listen, Gary, I don't want to sue you. Okay, I just want you to call the agency and tell them that these were your mistakes. Keep them from dropping you. Make this right. I will make it right by helping you start over. Joan, there's a difference of a few months. You've waited this long. It's not the end of the world. First all houses now mystery date. Do I have mystery date? Oh my God, typical usage of Mr. Silhouette. Today he's employed in the role of victim rather than killer. An interesting challenge. How does one solve a murder that one can only know happened through inference? Cal Medina hired contract killer Leland Brisk. So the fact that there must be someone Medina wanted Brisk to kill. I would include the possibility that Brisk failed, given his track record and the efforts Medina went through to eliminate evidence. I think we can rule that one out. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, September 18th through the 20th, 2014. The place and window of time 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.